WSJU Radio, DJ Mad Max on the airwaves up here at St. John's University from the Borough, Queens. And we have a legend in the making in the booth with me here tonight. Goes by the name of Forrest West. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's happening? What's happening? Yo, I mean, I appreciate you coming here tonight. And I recognize your talent. Ever since you walked through the doors here, the first time I met you back in September, I believe it was. Yep. And I remember you just being a humble kid coming here and grinding out. And you're now the... Executive DJ up yes, here at WSA. Yes, <laughs> Another round of applause, and you're fulfilling thank the you, duties that you, weren't that you. weren't done before. So, Caleb, how is it going? It's Forest good, West? man. It's good. I'm 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 doing a lot of things. I'm working on some new music. I'm um, working on this album that's going to come out sometime this year. I'm not going to put the date out there yet, uh-huh. but um, it's coming out sometime soon, um, sooner than later. So I'm doing that. I'm working on some new performances. Um, shout out the Apollo. Me and the Apollo are gonna be doing something real soon. Okay, for the that's summer. iconic. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm going out there doing some interviews on the radio, um, and do what I got to mm-hmm. do here at the radio station at school and mm-hmm. here at St. John's and doing what I got to do. For How my many career. interviews have you done before? Um, I'm pretty new to this. I, I would say I'll probably say this probably like my fourth, fifth. Four for fifth interview. Fourth That's good. Fifth interview. Yeah, man. I'm 
today. This is my, this is my second interview today. Not gonna lie to you. Really? Yeah, I was um I was at the Apollo earlier today. Really doing, doing um doing an interview for their website. How was that? How'd and that go? It was amazing. It was it was it was such a different thing for me because they wanted they they wanted me to do all the stuff that I can't necessarily go into detail about. Mm-hmm. But it was it was really like next level for me to, to you know to walk into some place like the Apollo yeah. that has such a history and such a story behind it. Yeah, that stage and is just brutal for brutal. a lot of oh people. Oh my gosh! And I was there. I was there a couple of years ago doing an amateur night, mm-hmm. and so to be back in those doors. Not necessarily as an amateur, but for them to bring me in is is you know a step in the right direction yeah. for me. So that that really that really gave me a kick today. So mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> now looking back on the Apollo and just seeing other performances there, I've seen Lauren Hill booed at the Apollo, yeah. which is insane because yeah. of the legend she turned out to be. Do you feel like the Apollo performances have changed over the years and they've gotten lighter for artists? I mean, I want to say. They've the audience has definitely gotten a little lighter, I would I would say. But um in terms of the Sandman coming out, my guy C P Lacey, um they they've stuck to their tradition and they've stuck to their ways and I believe that real true genuine music starts at the Apollo. Mm-hmm. So I really do applaud them and I'm gonna keep applauding them for their work and you know finding who's who and and really putting these artists through the tests and the trials that that are needed you know to to really be an artist in today's time and and even back then's time Mm -hmm. you know so uh i I believe that the apollo's doing the thing man i believe they're doing their thing and they're doing it well and when do you think you'll be hitting that stage again there um Specifics not yet, but sometime in July. <laughs> Sometimes in uh, sometime this year in July, I you will find me on an Apollo stage. Look out for that on my Instagram, um, on my social medias. I'll be posting and and giving subtle hints and stuff like that. So, um, I'll be there sometime soon. I'll be there sometime soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, going back to the beginning of Forest West, tell yeah. me where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in. I grew up in a lot of places. Yeah. I grew up, I I spent my early, early childhood till about maybe like three in the South Bronx, um, Bristol Street. Mm-hmm. And then we moved to Westchester to New Rochelle and spent a lot of my school time and my life there. Um, and then we moved back to the Bronx nah. for me to start high school. And that's when I started really my singing career and all that stuff. So, um I really consider myself a Bronx baby. Yeah. What was it like growing up in the Bronx? You love the Bronx. I love the Bronx. It's, it's like no other. You yeah. really, you don't really get a true sense unless you live in one of these, one of these boroughs. Yeah. You know, and to be a product of one of these boroughs, especially the Bronx, where so many greats have come out of. Yeah. It's like it's almost a privilege, you know, to be able to to walk these blocks and see the difference in lives from one block to another, and it's. You know, be able to go to the bodega, you know, on the corner or the corner yeah. store or the ox or whatever. Yeah. And you got the Yankees. and Right. Yeah. Right. So it, we got everything we really need right here in the Bronx. We don't really got to go to Wells. Yeah. You no. Know? So the Bronx is home and it always will be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now, you grew up in a music-filled house. What were some of the records that inspired you? Oh, man. Just off top, I mean, Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Everything Luther Vandross ever made yeah. <laughs> was playing in my house. I mean, Luther... Anita, Patti, LaBelle, 
I mean, a lot of gospel artists as well, like Donnie and, and Kirk and, mm-hmm. you know, the Clark sisters. You know, there was a lot of there was a lot of different things playing in our house that, you know, brought me up the way that I was brought up, you know, and gave me my taste in music and, and, and my style of singing and all that stuff. So um, there were a lot of oldies in my house, Donnie yeah. Hathaway, and, you know, it, it was... It was a good place to be in terms of music. We had yeah. a lot of good, you know, joints pumping up in yeah. the house. <laughs> <laughs> Oldies, but they're goodies and they're classics. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. These are these are some classic people whose legends, mm. who are legends, and, and and their stories will never ever go away. You know, Whitney Houston and yeah. Stevie Wonder, and yeah. you know, now with P.J. Morton and, and Jasmine Sullivan. Like yeah. my taste in music is, I love, 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 love good R and B. Yeah, and you know, it, it's. I will say R&B is alive and well right now with the people who are who are taking the torch in terms of they're not they're not necessarily mainstream yet but there are a lot of people in the R&B world that are really taking it by storm mm-hmm. right now. How about the people specifically the R&B artists that you listen to on the radio today? Do you feel like they're carrying the torch well? Um well it I I feel like there's been a uh, a line that's been kind of blurred between hip hop and R and B in this current moment of time. There's a lot of there are a lot of hip hop artists that I think are, you know, categorizing themselves as R and B artists, and you know, you're not really feeling necessarily what the message is in that song. Mm-hmm. In Would you songs. consider one of those to be Tory Lanez? Um, yes <laughs> and no. <laughs> I say yes because Tory Lanez originally came on the scene with a lot of, you know, a beat kind of stuff, right? And where it was coming from was a lot of just, you know, summer vibey kind of, you know, um, R&B. It was like an it was like an upbeat summer vibe kind of hip-hop-y slash R&B yeah. kind of pop kind of feel with what he was coming out. So I never really felt that, you know, that oomph that rhythm and blues brings to the table. You know, I never heard, I never felt that rhythm and blues, you know, in that music. There was no soul really in that music. So I, you know, from my perspective at least, Mm -hmm. which is why I'm saying yes and no, because art is art and I can't, you know, I can't knock somebody else for the art that they create because it's not mine, it's theirs, you know? And if it's not for me, it's just not for me and I can't, I can't knock them for that. Yeah. You know, so... How do you feel about Chris Brown? I know people have a lot of conflicted opinions on him. Old Chris Brown, people go crazy for, but they say the newer with the what's it, Heartbreak? Is that what one of the Heartbreak new, on the phone? Yeah, movie. that album people were kind of just turned away by a little bit. I I I'm I'm an old Chris Brown fan. Yeah. I I'm definitely an old Chris Brown fan. When he came out with like Loyal, yeah. is when it was like is when I looked at him and I was like Really? <laughs> like this this is this is not this is not you. Yeah. And then for me it just went downhill from there. Like I it hasn't been you know the Chris Brown like the with you Chris Brown yeah. or even the wall to wall Chris Brown. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like we we don't have the Chris Brown that we used to have, but you know, everyone goes through a growth period and you know, he's growing and evolving and I can't, you know, he's he's Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. I I just prefer his old music before, yeah. you know rather than his new music you mentioned before with Tory Lanez that you just don't feel the R&B the rhythm and blues in his music who are some artists that you do feel the, the rhythm and blues oh in? man just just off the top 
I I mean, one of my one of my top 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 favorite artists right now is P.J. Morton. Okay, P.J. Morton, which he and he just won a Grammy for um with JoJo for his um single Say oh, So with the uh, Casey then right? No 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 JoJo. not not Casey and JoJo. Okay, um, JoJo she's she's an R&B singer. Oh, okay, yeah, and uh, I've been following his work since. Since Gumbo, I'm so I'm a recently new fan of his, but mm-hmm. PJ PJ's really doing what R and B should have done this entire time. He's taking his experiences, he's writing from a place of complete truth, and he's amazed me, he's baffled me with the way that he can put his feelings into words. And sometimes I'm listening to his music and I'm just like, Dag, I wish I wrote that You know <laughs> <laughs> Like like he, like first began when he, when he when he sang first began I, I just watched his um his his live piano video um the album the album video and he was singing first began to his wife and while he's singing the song I'm just sitting back and I'm just like dang this guy's a genius yeah. I was like so he's I I really and truly believe that he's doing something really great with R and B and and R and B is is alive and thriving because of you know artists mm-hmm. like him mm-hmm. so i'm definitely gonna have to check him out because i haven't heard of him this is the first time you brought him to me so yeah. i'm always open to hear something new because i'm frankly i'm tired of what i hear on the airwaves <laughs> especially when it comes to hip-hop which is a disgrace nowadays you and me both oh my goodness <laughs> i mean there's just nothing good in the hip-hop right now oh it's unbelievable but tell me forrest west what made you choose the name forrest west well, it, it, it it's a deep it's a deep story. It it was it was a mix of of how my mind was at the time and how, you know, my thinking process was at the time that I created it at that time. It was and excuse my voice. I'm like really sick right now. Oh, really? <laughs> but like um uh around that time I had so many ideas. You know, and I have so many ideas that like constantly just pile up in my head that I, you know, whether it be like a show or um, a new song or a, a concept or a movie, you know, concept. It, it, there are a ton of ideas that just pop up into my head for no apparent reason. Yeah. And so I was thinking one day and I was like, I, I call them trees. I call them my th- my trees of thoughts, you know, my trees of thought. And. With that came the fact that with that came the realization that in my brain I can water these thoughts. I can either choose to nourish them or just let them die naturally. So all that being in a in a literal sense, in a figure figurative sense, I named it the forest. And so it was the forest, my mind is a forest full of trees of thought. And the West came from the fact that I really like Kanye West, <laughs> which might get me sued in the future. But at this present moment, it's because I really love Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And that's just the honest truth. So, um, yeah, I love Kanye. Uh-huh. And I have a lot of ideas. That's for us, us for you. Yeah. So does Kanye. <laughs> He's always got crazy oh, yeah. ideas. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I love him and his ideas, his, his, you know, his evolution, his growth. I'm... You know, I'm a big fan of him. Mm. You know, 
I love to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure you would love to work with him. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely in the future. Did you hear snippets and leaks of his album Yandi by any chance? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I had them all downloaded, yeah. and which I probably shouldn't say either. Did you hear but, the one with Charlie <laughs> Wilson? I did. Yeah. I heard, I, I heard every version. I downloaded every version. I... <laughs> I downloaded a version and did the snips and the cuts and made them individual tracks so that I could put them on my phone to listen to. Wow. It was that serious. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I, I I listened to all of Yandi and I was excited for it to actually come out. And well, when Jesus King, Jesus is King came out, it was like a whole nother love for me. Mm-hmm. And I know you were a big fan of that album. I am a huge fan of that album. Being a believer, you know, being a Christian, it was it was really cool to see you know, two major parts of my life kind of like mesh. Come together. And, you know, one of the people that, you know, I, I almost look up to, you know, in, in most aspects, you know, grow and grow into a believer and grow in, and, and come home back to Christ is like, yeah. that was really cool for me. And, you know, of course it got, it, it was, it, it got a lot of feedback and a lot of backlash, but at the same time, it's hard for, it, it should be hard for other people to judge other, other people's journeys, you know, um, because we've seen where he's been, we've seen his downfalls and yeah. we've seen his come ups. So to see, to see him, you know, finally make a move and stick to it so long at this point, you know, it was really cool for me. So that was that was an exciting thing for mm-hmm. me. Yeah, and that album was very influential for a lot of people, including yourself. Yeah. Now tell me, when did you start writing songs, composing? Oh, man. I've been writing songs since probably like the fourth grade, the fourth or fifth grade. Um, and, and most of my songs started off as like poems. I still have a I still have an old tattered composition notebook in my house, mm-hmm. you know, from fifth grade where um, – where I would write all my poems and all my thoughts and, you know, later make them into songs and take what I wanted from one piece and put it in another. And, you know, I've always loved, you know, story writing and telling a story. So um, I, I've i been writing songs for quite a long time, yeah. you know. Um, on the contrary, <laughs> All Night was not written a long time ago. All Night was uh, mostly freestyle. I'm not really? going to lie to you. Wow. All Night was pretty much freestyle in the studio and I was just in the zone and just going and going and going and I, I got a verse and they were like wow this is a nice verse me and the producer Flea shout out Fleece and we we were in the studio and it was like yo that's a nice verse uh-huh. I was like yeah I got it got the hook yeah that was a nice hook mm-hmm. we got it and we just kept on going until the song was over and so you so. just came up with the hook on top of the head then Everything was off the top. Off the top Every, right? Everything was off the top. It was. It was just. You know. It caused a lot of confusion with the opening lines. You know. Yeah. We'll take you to the hotel, top of the world, in the motel. They're like, what? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what yeah. comes easier to you, just off the top of the head or writing it down? Um, most of my songs start off with off the top of the head, and if if it's good enough for me to remember, then I'll write it down and, and make it into a, into a song. There's. A, I have a lot of voice notes. So there, there. I have a lot of voice notes where I just sit at home, um, turn on the computer, turn on some beats, and just freestyle my life away. And whatever I record, I record, and I listen back if I need to. And if I like it, I'll write it down. So there are a lot of voice notes in here that are, you know, have a lot of new songs and old songs mm-hmm. that might be released one day. Who knows? Oh, and we'll be looking forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned that you have a lot of poems written down. 
who are some poets that inspire you? Oh man. Uh in terms of poetry, there I only I can only name one woman, you know, that 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 really drove me and it was Maya Angelou. Okay. Because not not just her her you know, her fight for women, it was her fight for us in general mm. as a people and you know how she had no problem, you know, she it, it was not hard for her to make us shine. It was not hard for for her to portray us as beings of art and, you know, beings that are beautiful, you know, especially in a world and in a climate where we were never looked at as, you know, superior, not, not superior, but beautiful beings, you know. So to be able to have somebody like that to look up to that everyone looks yeah. up to and shares the same view of it was it. It, it, it's a no-brainer that she's she's the driving force of my of my poetry and how I you know rhyme and how I get my messages out and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, my angel is definitely it. How about we listen to all night? We get that on the airwaves again. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure, let's do it. Yo, we, is... get, we we got to get into that again because you know people need to hear it out here. Like I said, I want to get you as much exposure as possible. I appreciate that. Forest West is the next big thing in R and B. I believe that. I don't hear. You know, it's really rare to see someone like you and what you're doing for R and B, especially nowadays because it's just raw vocals. A lot of people right. use auto tune, right. and they're not even rhythm and blues anymore. Some people may consider R&B pop. Right. It, it, a lot of people do consider it pop. And, and that's another that's another very, very blurred line that um that I don't pe- think people are getting the, the grasp of. Um, because I, I do think that R&B has found... It's the, I, th- I believe R&B is starting to find its home. Yeah. I believe people are finally starting to separate pop and um and r&b but of course there it's going to take some time because there are always those artists who you know want to blur the lines and, yeah. and do both and you know so that is that that's the current issue but we're finding our way yeah. you know r&b is finding its place and finding its home so yeah. we'll be there soon yeah. <laughs> and i think forest west is going to be the one to carry on that torch soon enough so let's tune in to all night yes sir which is available on all platforms all platforms so Make sure you go download it, support it, because it's a hit. Yes, sir. 8.27 p.m. at Max Forest West. We'll be back in a few minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. I'm going to take you to the hotel. At the top of the world in a motel. We could party till the sun comes up. We're drunk. Time of the day or the time only for my baby. 
St. John's University, we are back from The Voice, WSJE Radio, Mad Max, 829 p.m. Forrest West is in the building with me. Yes, sir. If you've been tuning (laughs) in. (laughs) New York's own. Real R&B. Real R&B. That's what I call it. (laughs) All night, you just heard it. You can purchase that on all platforms. All platforms. Don't just go on YouTube or give the preview off iTunes. Download it. Download that. Put please, some money in this guy's please, pocket. He deserves please. it. Real talent. Please. I got to eat, y'all. I got to eat. <laughs> please <laughs> download it. Stream it every day. You know, when you're at a party, tell the DJ put on all night. If you don't have it, tell him shame on you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, please. Just put money in my pocket. I got to eat, y'all. <laughs> now, is there any major DJs that is, are playing this record? Um, I was actually on um, Rough Riders Radio not too long ago. Okay. Um, DMX's radio station. And um, they've been playing my song, you know, faithfully. So I got to shout them out big time. Everybody over there, um, Saucy and all of them over there, Sincere, um, DJ Rick Black, you know, all of them over there. They all have been real family to me. So I got to shout them out because they've been been pushing it real big. And everybody here, you know, at WSAU. Um, has really been pushing my stuff. So um, I'm really happy. I'm really grateful for everybody who's been, you know, pushing and and, and streaming and downloading and purchasing and, you know, sharing, you know. Um, I'm really grateful for all y'all and all my fans and all my supporters and followers. I love all y'all. We got into the writing aspect before. When did you start singing? What age? (sighs) That's... That's hard to pinpoint because I've been singing my entire life. Yeah. So it's been, you know, it's almost like I came out of the womb singing. Um, rumor has it I came out of the room and sang in G sharp. Um, all my musicians who heard that just now just just laughed. But <laughs> it's not a joke for yeah. everybody. But uh, it was, you know, I've been singing my entire life. As soon as I was, you know, old enough to start leaving the house, I would go to church and be on the choir with my mom, you know, yeah. being in her arms while she's in choir rehearsal. Would you say that's where you really learned how to sing? Being definitely, in choir? definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, um, I've been in choirs my entire life, you know, so whether it be with my mom or, you know, um, the New York City Choir, YPC, 
um, being in a school choir, you know, being in school groups. Um, I've always I've always learned to sing with other people, you know, so finding my voice is a big thing for me. Um, but being in choirs really gave me, you know, the theory that I needed, gave me the breath support that I needed, gave me everything that I needed to really be a solo performer, you know. So, um, yeah, Celia Cruz, my high school, um, I was in choir there all four years, and, and, and Miss Berglund, the, the music teacher, um, really, 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 you know, instilled in me everything, the, the values, the morals, the theory, the, the art aspect, and, and, and the appreciation for the arts that I really needed to, you know, really appreciate my gift and appreciate the gift of music to mankind because it's not really appreciated the way it should be, you know? So, so really big, big, big props, you know, to the music education department at Celia Cruz high school. They really, they really, really do their jobs Mm -hmm. well to make sure, you know, children like us, um, know music and appreciate music like how it should be appreciated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, or some other things that they may have taught you, during your time there that you value right now? Oh, man. To this day? Um, being humble. Yeah. You know? Um, being grateful for what you have and not letting what you have, you know, distract you from what you're capable of getting. Mm-hmm. You know? And enjoying what you have so that you don't, you're not always looking forward to the better thing. Because if you're always looking forward to the next thing you're never really going to truly appreciate what you have you know so um just being humble and being grateful and really just accepting the opportunities that you do have and, and you know thanking the people who gave them to you you know so that so Cruz really instilled in me all my morals most of my morals and my moral values you know mm-hmm. so now all that. night wasn't your first song though that you made and put out before no, it was not. <laughs> no, it was not. I uh, I did a little. I did a little stuff on um on SoundCloud. Uh huh. Um, that yeah, they're really old songs. I have maybe like two on there. There there were never. It was like pre. It was like premature Forest West. Uh huh. You know, so it was like me sitting in my basement, you know, on a computer, and you know just trying out these songs and saying hey this sounds pretty good maybe yeah. people will like it you know um my f- the first ever song that i ever released was not even a real song and it, it says demo on it i think all of them on soundcloud say demo on them mm-hmm. because i never got them mixed i never i never did anything with them they're yeah. just i mixed them myself and, and and did all that stuff so they sound terrible <laughs> and, <laughs> and so the first one i did was 1981 which um, I did in probably like sophomore year of high school, sophomore, junior year of high school. And it was just something because people kept on asking me to put something out. And I was like, all right, I'm going to work on something yeah. and I'm going to put it out just to see if, just a little bit, just to see if you guys like it. And I put it out and it like blew up around my school and everyone was singing my lyrics. That was the first time I, I, I experienced people singing my lyrics and playing my song and singing along to it. And it was just so, it was so different. Mm-hmm. It was so weird and so different to see people like enjoying you and enjoying the work that you put into something. And that was that I, I still don't know how to, I still don't know how to react when people, you know, 
sing my song and sing my lyrics, you know. It, it, it is so weird. It's so weird because you put your work into it and, and to see people liking it is is amazing. And I remember the first time I listened to All Night, the lyrics got stuck in my head. <laughs> and that's and that's the key for a hit maker. Yeah. Because if their songs get stuck in your head, that's it's it. Good. You're, you're, right? yeah, you're, you're, <laughs> you did it. You're taking off. I did my job, you know. Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm, I really am glad for everyone who's, you know, listened to it and, and enjoyed it so much to the fact that they know the words, you know. Mm-hmm. Y'all are y'all are my motivators. <laughs> <laughs> now, would yeah. you say that you were the star of your school? No. Um, of course, a lot of people knew me, but there were so I I can't say I'm the star of my school because there are so many there are so many wicked talented people at at CC mm-hmm. that you know just need their moment to shine and just need their moment to take their opportunity to you know just just go out there. There's so many people with such great voices and such great talents in terms of just musical ability, like keyboard players and mm-hmm. and, and and you know drummers and, and saxophone players. It, it it is literally like being in High School Musical, yet nothing like it. And, you know, it is there. There's just so much talent, you know, brewing in there that, you know, I could I could literally say our next generation of music could easily just be CC and it'd be completely fine. Wow. That that's how powerful some of these. Is there anyone else from your school that's getting noticed out there? Um, I I have a couple. Um, I actually my friend, um, Chastity, well, her name is Angel now. Okay. Her, her, stage, her stage name is Angel, but she's um, she's um. Hopefully, I, I'm gonna get her in here for an interview soon. Yeah, but um, she's been doing a lot of acting. She's been doing a lot of the acting stuff on like The Walking Dead, and you know, a couple of oh, Amazon okay. yeah, shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You showed me this. Yeah. So um, you know, she's been doing her thing. My other friend um, see um, Shalange. She was just on American Idol, okay, and doing um, this season of American Idol. So she's been doing her thing. My other, my other friend Kwaku, he's out here doing his thing on the African scene, his Afrobeat scene, and you know, you know, taking the world by storm. So there are a lot of there are a lot of people um, that come from CC that are really you know starting to really get their you know grasp and, and really starting to find their place. You know, so I'm um, I'm excited. I'm excited to what the future has in store for all of us you know and cc is a big part of that Mm -hmm. you know for bringing us together i am too and i like what i'm hearing that you know there's just so many talented people out there that you approve of especially because oh yeah i know you're a good judge of character you know what's bad (laughs) and what's good so that's key yeah yeah a lot it's more than it's 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 more than talent out here It, it has a lot to do with personality yeah and um, how how you how you come across to people when you first meet them, you know, and that's something I've always been working on, you know, and trying to make better. Um, but I can honestly say a lot of these a lot of these people's, you know, a lot of my friends, their personalities far, you know, outweigh their talent, and their mm-hmm. talent is amazing. So to have a personality that out that way that outweighs such a gift is amazing and to be able to meet them and you know experience them is is amazing so i i love them to death i love all my friends to death and shout out y'all y'all are amazing (laughs) (laughs) yeah now what's it like from your perspective when coming up you know you're just starting and you receive a negative comment what's do you think is the major factor and just keep moving forward and not letting that bother you 
I don't I don't view any comments as negative. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just my thing because everyone has an opinion and you know to call an opinion negative is already being biased to me. You know, so it's you know, a lot of them is 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 either, you know, if it's like you can't even really sing, it's like thanks for your opinion. Thank you for, you know, stating what you what you wanted me to hear and you know, letting me know what you felt. Um if you want to elaborate on it, if you could tell me what I want to do better, then sure. Let me know you what can I can say, do better. You could say, oh, you're terrible at singing, but elaborate on it right. and you won't be able to. Exactly. So yeah. it's like, you know, <laughs> if there's something, most negative comments are either just trolls. Yeah. You know. <laughs> or they can't be you. Right. I, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling but, it like it is. You I don't mean, have to say it. You're humble. I mean, it's it's just, you know. Everything is constructive. I like to take everything constructively, and I always I always strive to make myself better in every aspect. So, whether whether it be a negative comment about my singing or you know my appearances or you know my features, it's you know it's it's all out there. You got to expect it sometimes. There's there's good and there's bad, mm-hmm. and you just have to be able to take them both. You know. Yeah. I wish them a good life. Keep on going. Mm-hmm. Keep on going. And you know I'm what? Going. Forrest West is going to keep going further. Yes, sir. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in his Lambo. Yes, sir. What Not yet. Your, Not uh, yet. Yeah, I'm soon. eating lamb, but you, <laughs> soon I'll be in a Lambo. Soon I'll be in a Lambo. Soon. Very soon. What was your first big performance? Oh, man. I would say... I would... It's like... I have like two that are tied for like the top spot one being the amateur night at the apollo yeah okay, that's huge but the other one is is um title x brooklyn mm-hmm. where I, I wasn't even a performer i was a backup singer oh um for donnie mcclarkin and we did i think it was i think it was in 2017 i think it was the same year as as um as the apollo so that was like a, a year for me um and we did it and it was a sold out show, sold out the Barclays Center, um, an arena full of people. I mean, to go out there and see the flashlights and you know everything going and the floaty, the floaty sticks or whatever, the light sticks or whatever yeah. that they have, and the amount of celebrities I met, dude. The amount of celebrities was like it, it got to a point where I like I almost kind of like checked out because I was just like, all right. My brain can't take any more of this stuff. And who were some of the celebrities that were in there? Oh, man. I, I'll i start with this. Just to, give, just to give you guys a reference, you know, where we were, you could walk past Stevie Wonder's dressing room. Oh, wow. You could walk past Stevie Wonder's dressing room and hear him rehearsing in his room with the keyboard in his room. So he was sitting at a keyboard, no mic. No monitors, none, no, no band behind him, just Stevie at the keys, rehearsing and singing. Mm. And it was in that moment I didn't know what to do. Like I didn't know what to do next. I was like, I can be done here and I'll be just fine. I'll, I'll be good. <laughs> Not I'm, everyone gets to see or hear that at all. Yeah. You know, to see to see Stevie perform. Period. I got to see him perform and rehearse. You know, and it was it was so weird, you know, Beyonce touched my shoulders. Yeah. Which was like 
I'm a, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Beyonce. So Beyonce touching my shoulders doesn't sound that appealing to everyone else, but to me, <laughs> in that moment, she touched my shoulders and told me to move, and it was the most exciting moment I've ever had really? in my life. She told you to move. It, she didn't tell me to move, but I was like in the way. I was watching the show from from. Jay Z was performing. Okay, it was Jay, it was near the end of the night. Jay Z had just finished his set. I think like Angie Martinez or something had come on to introduce J Lo or something like that. And um, the entire time, I'm already seeing these all these celebrities pass. I saw J Lo preparing for a set. Cardi B as she went on. Chris Brown, Remy Ma, Fat Joe. That's when all the way up first came out. And yeah. you know there were so many just superstars just walking. Like they, like they were like, like they're normal, yeah, and I was yeah. like, I was like, this is crazy. So I was standing in the back watching from a monitor, and I was expecting because crew was going to move you sooner or later. There's like an entire party happening behind the stage. It's either you're behind the stage, in front of the stage, or you're in the dressing rooms. Mm-hmm. So I'm standing in the middle of the corridor watching it on a, on a monitor screen, and I feel two arms on my shoulder, and I'm thinking, all right, it's the crew. They're telling me to get ready to go. Jay-Z's probably going to walk through here, and they don't want anybody through here. And I turn around, and it's the Beyonce Giselle Knowles. And I froze. Uh I just froze, and I didn't know what to do. And she was like, excuse me. And I didn't know what to do next. It was just frozen. It was her, and Jay-Z was standing right behind her. No security. There was probably like one security guard behind them. But it was like... I was like, you feel safe? Like around me? Am I that important to you? I love you. And I I, I didn't know what to (laughs) say at that point. But it was like, she said, excuse me. And it was so weird. And I moved and was starstruck. And Jay-Z came up behind her in his classic Jay-Z voice. He was like, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> and he gave, <laughs> and he dapped me up. He dapped me up. He was like, I'm sorry. She has that effect on people. And he just kept walking, and that was the end of it. And I didn't know how to react yeah. after that. It was it, it, that was that was one of the craziest. If you know Forrest West, you know he could do a great Jay Z impersonation. She, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you already know what it is. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> You'll have to do a cartoon. I got you. I you got you. Do the voiceover cartoon, Jay Z. Let's please don't sue me, Jay. <laughs> Rock Nation, if y'all listen to this right now, please don't sue me. You know, it's just I was born with it. That's it. <laughs> And you had to perform as a backup singer on that stage. Yeah, I, I, I was yeah. a backup singer amongst an entire choir, and um, the the feeling on stage was was second to none. I mean, to see all the cameras on you, mind you, it was being live streamed and on title, you know. So once in a while, I'll go back and I'll see myself, you know, on the on the on the screen, and it it's it feels so surreal. You know, even to think back to that moment, because just to see all that, to see a sold out arena. Yeah. And you on stage, the main stage, it it was a feeling like never before. It's something that I definitely want to feel again. And you deserve it. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And let's get to the other performance now at the Apollo. Yeah. um, The Teen Takeover. Teen Takeover. um, July. I'm not going to tell you the date yet. July, it will be this year, 2020, this summer, um, Be There or Be Square. I will announce all the information with the tickets and where you can buy them and where you can purchase and what you can, how you can find them um, 
you can go to my page on Instagram at forest.west um, with two R's, the forest two R's, um, forest.west on Instagram, or my company, my production company um, account, The Dream Space NYC. Um, and you can find all the information there on where you can purchase the tickets, where you can, you know, support um, in any way possible. So, yeah, you can find me on July 7th. Oops. <laughs> July 2020 on the Apollo stage, Teen Takeover. And you're big for doing covers. You have some yeah. on your YouTube. Who are some covers that you've done? Um, I did I did Jealous by Labyrinth, which um which was a pretty big one for me. A lot of people gravitated towards that. Um I did a Trip remix that um a lot of people tended to like. Um I've done Remedy Adele done quite quite a bit there there there's some there are a lot of stuff on there um that people can listen to same name under everything yeah um yeah but I started off with covers because that was you know just my way of getting immediate emotional release you know I would just sit down and be like okay I got to make a cover and I don't want to I don't want to release a song right now because I don't have the means to just sit down and release yeah, yeah. a song like that. I'm not that rich yet. <laughs> yeah. So, I, you know, I'll just sit down and record a cover at my desk and, you know, give it to the world, you know, mm-hmm. just to give my emotions out there. A big one that if you follow Red TV at yeah. St. John's University, you did a performance cover. Yes, sir. Stand, Stand by, by me. me. Stand by me. Benny King. Yes, Ben E. King. I... Shout out shout out Red TV man. It, it was so it was so amazing to be on the noon show. Um to be able to have that performance opportunity. Um, you know, for them to design a set specifically for me was yeah. just was something that I've never gotten anywhere else. And it was pretty it was it was a pretty surreal moment, you know, to be under that kind of light and, and camera action, yeah. you know, environment. And, you know, to do it with the people that I love is 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 more than I can ask for, you know. So shout out Red TV, you guys made my dreams come true, mm. and I'm excited, man, mm. for what's to come. To work with them again, you know, and you know, get some good stuff going. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I am too. And how about we let WSJE Radio and the people listening your performance? Oh yeah, let's. Yeah. You got it. Yeah, you got the <laughs> <I> performance. Got <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Let, 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 let's get that played on WSJE let's Radio. Benny King would be proud. <laughs> he would be. Yes, sir. Shout out new show, man. Dario. Mad Max. Forest West, 8.51 p.m. Stay tuned. When the night has come And the land is dark And the moon is the only Light will see. No, I won't be afraid. No, I won't be afraid. Just as long as you stand, stand by me. So, darling, darling, stand by me.
sky that we look upon oh, should tumble and fall and the mountains they should crumble to the sea I won't cry shed a tear just as long as you stand stand by me so darling darling stand by me oh stand stand by me won't you stand stand by me stand by me Whenever you're in trouble, you can stand by me. Whenever the sun shines, you have me. So darling, stand by me. Stand by me. So darling, darling, stand by me, oh, stand, stand by me, won't you stand now, stand by me. And you just heard it. Forest West performance yes, sir. on the noon yes, show. Yes, sir. I love being there. The noon show is my favorite place to be. I love being with the crew. I love being with the cast. It's really cool. So shout out the noon show. Shout out Red TV. Um, yeah. Shout out the host, Dario. Yeah. <laughs> it's really fun to be there. It's really fun to be with you guys. And I hope to do it again. So, How long did it take to prepare for this performance? <laughs> Um, jokingly, like no time at all. No like, time. It was like it was it was like the last. It was like such a last minute thing. It was just like, do you want to do this thing at the end of the week? And I was like, yeah, sure. And we did it. And the closer it got, the more important it got, and like the more excited I got for it. And, and when the time finally came, it was just like, I can't believe I'm really doing this. I was so nervous to get on the stage. I was literally sweating pigs. <laughs> <laughs> it was really, it was really bad it was, and nerve wracking. But when I when I got it, when it when it was time, I really finally settled into myself. And you said, I just got to, I, I just got to do it, you know. So it was, it was cool. It was really, it was really cool. Would you say that this was the most tough song that you ever had to cover? No, um, gosh, there, I only say that because there are a lot of songs that I covered that I never released. Um, but there, I have like a lot of Broadway songs. Okay. That, that I covered and never released. And, and I think the hardest song for me ever was, not ever, but one of the hardest songs for me recently has been like, I'm Here, from The Color Purple by Cynthia Erivo, because no voice could match Cynthia Erivo's. So I love the song so much, but I just can't get it the way that she gets it. So that's the song that's been like, I've been working on. That's like my, my hobby song that I've been working on, mm-hmm. you know, 
on the down low. Yeah. In the future, I'm sure we want to hear more covers from Forrest West. Yeah. You got them. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear more, though, in the future. Who are some covers that you want to do in the future and put out? Um, I, I recorded a Luther Vandross cover like a month ago, maybe two months ago, that I just that I've been sitting on. Like, I went to a studio and, you know, did the recording and, and mixed it. It's all mixed and mastered and just sitting in my email, just, just waiting to be put it's out there Just somewhere. sitting there. It's just literally yeah. just sitting there. So what, that When might, are we going to get to hear this? Or maybe this soon. soon. Maybe maybe really soon. Maybe in a week. Maybe in I, a I month. I think we should let know. them wait a little longer than that. We're still digesting the great Stand By Me performance. You might. You might. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I'd love to do a lot more oldies and, you know, a lot more you know sad songs i'll put it that way mm-hmm. i like to do a lot more a couple more emotional songs mm-hmm. to really push at people's mm-hmm. buttons you know That's just why do right emotional now. songs appeal to you um because i think right now in, in right now in my life is a really emotional time mm-hmm. um i'm going through a lot of changes you know in you know when it comes to friendships and relationships i'm going through a lot of changes and um, a lot of things are happening really fast, and you know it's it's a lot to take in. So emotional songs are where I get to release, and so there are going to be a lot of covers and originals that are really going to showcase what I've been going through and in, in, in my journey so far. So I think emotional. I, I like to stick to emotional because emotional is you know how I how I get my transparency out there. You know. And here we go, Daryl in the studio now <laughs> from Red TV and WSJU Radio. He had a suggestion, and you saw the song. I saw the saw song. It. I saw the stickers. <laughs> I saw the replies. Um, my girl, maybe, maybe one of them, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'll leave it at that. I'd like but. to see you cover Charlie Wilson. Uncle Charlie. Uncle Charlie's a hard one. Uncle yeah. Charlie's a... Uncle Charlie is Uncle Charlie. Yeah. You know, it's hard to it's hard to you know. Or even get an Isley Brothers voice. song. That might be nice. That might be nice in one of the next ones. I, I got to think about it and get everything together. Maybe I'll maybe I'll start experimenting tonight. Mm-hmm. Maybe who knows? <laughs> <laughs> now we don't have to just have to talk about music, but how about because this is a big life decision? What made you choose to come to St. John's University? Oh man, it it was it was a lot. Um, I. I was I was originally going to go to Columbia, and to do to do medicine, mm-hmm. and it was right out of high school, and I was surprised that they accepted me. And I had never visited the campus. I had never visited St. John's University campus until orientation, and there was just something about the I don't know if it was the, the packet they said I don't know I don't know what it was. It was like a students' day where I came just for, you know, them to show us around the campus and stuff like that. And we stayed overnight. And it was orientation. I had already accepted it because they, they gave me the most money. And, you know, Columbia was wanted just a lot. And I was like, I was going to go to St. John's just for the money purposes. But when I got here, it was like, whoa, I love this place. It was like everything I've ever wanted on a campus. You could see the city from here. Everyone was nice to me. You know, I it wasn't the same as high school. I could start all over again and be able to just, you know, find my place organically, you know, again, in this in this new setting and, you know, start this chapter of my life, 
in a place that I really and truly love, you know, that has everything that I need. You know, so St. John's really just felt like home to me as soon as I stepped on campus. So that's mm-hmm. that's how I got here. How, how about this? What, how did you hear about WSJU Radio? Um, literally Frank Ocean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Frank Ocean. Weirdly enough, I was walking past. I have a class. I had a class last semester, which last semester was my first semester. I had a class on the third floor, and I was walking up the stairs. And as I came out of the stairs, I saw this huge TV with cameras and there were just people just chilling in what looked like a studio and I was like whoa there's a studio here yeah and I saw the w- I yeah. saw the WSJU the voice Saint I saw John's the best door. kept secret right <laughs> <laughs> and so I was walking past and I heard Frank Ocean I heard um uh I think it was Nike's Nike's was playing somebody was playing Nike's off, off of blonde. blonde yeah and Anywhere that I go that I hear Frank Ocean, I'm instantly attracted because Frank Ocean is my life. Mm-hmm. And is he your favorite? He is my beyond favorite. He is literally my life. I, I have everything he's ever released, whether it was leaked or or not. I mean, the Lonnie Bro collection, which is like 63 tracks, mm-hmm. is like just sitting in my music library. And I listen. I, I, just, I just listen to his music all the time. You know, so... Hearing it here was just like another sign to say, okay, you're going in there. And that was the rest is history, mm-hmm. you know? So, What's your favorite Frank Ocean project? Wow, that's a hard question. That, Oh. um, I would probably have to say Nostalgia Ultra, um, which not a lot of people listen to um, because it was never really released on, on, on platforms. But... Nostalgia Ultra, I think, has most of the best songs for me in terms of, like, Strawberry Swing and, 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 and um, oh, yeah, Nostalgia Ultra and Unreleased Miscellaneous. Those two albums have the best songs to me. They have all of my favorites, and they just really give out the true Frank Ocean, that the, the raw Frank Ocean that mm-hmm. that everybody wasn't used to, you know? So we all know who Frank Ocean was before you know, he became Frank Ocean. Yeah. You know, so that that I think is where the raw Frank Ocean really lies in those two in those two projects. So those are my favorite. Yeah. And I tend to ask a lot of R and B artists that come on my show. Uh I sound like a broken record player at times, but how do you <laughs> feel about Jacques and him thinking that he's the king of R and B? Um Do I really uh okay. Jacques. I I personally I personally don't don't care for his music. Yeah, I agree. And I don't I don't really listen to it. Um <laughs> I but, you know, as I said before, to each his own, you know, everybody has their way of making art and I'd be way out of pocket to say that, you know, he hasn't done his due diligence and he hasn't garnered his fan base and he hasn't done his thing. This is this is what he does and, you know, I'm personally, you know, I personally don't really listen, but there obviously you. are a lot of people that do, or so he wouldn't be such a big name, you know. So, I appreciate his hustle. I appreciate you know his work ethic and and, and his way of getting to the top. And you know, yeah, yeah. that's Jacques. In terms of king of R and B, though, no, yeah, no, no, that couldn't. No, no that's not him pulling. Then him pulling up on Keith Sweat is just a disgrace. Yeah, no, that's not. That, yeah, no, that can't. I don't know what he was thinking. Yeah. but it was wrong. Yeah, yeah. and Jacques. 
<laughs> Future king of R&B is in the booth with me. Right oh now. lord, I, I'm not even going to take that title. I do not want to be the next Jacques. Uh No, no, no. you're going to be Forrest no. West. <laughs> He's going to be Forrest West. Yes, sir. So, yeah. So tell me, Forrest, what's the next single we can expect? I got a couple things brewing. I got a couple things. It's a surprise, but I got a couple things brewing pretty soon. Um, if you look, if you just stay tuned to my social medias, my Instagram especially. Um, I have a lot of things that are coming out of the woodworks that that might just pop up out of nowhere, you know. So you never know with Dream Space and everything that's happening with Dream Space. Um, there are a lot of shows. There are a lot of, you know, recorded segments and a lot of, you know, concerts in the works. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you never know. Something may be out really soon. So look forward to it. And that's right. You have this whole dream space thing that you've created since you came at WSJU Radio. Mm-hmm. How'd you come up with that idea? Um, dream space came to mind when I, I, I wanted I wanted some place where um, artists could really feel like they're in a safe place, you know, in a safe space to be able to really, you know, express themselves emotionally and be able to use their physical surroundings as an advantage to um to really convey their messages yeah. and to really convey what they're what they're feeling, you know, in their heart, their mind and their soul. Um and dream space I believe is some is something that can really, you know, aid that, you know, and and, and help the transparency that music really needs at this point. Um and yeah, to be able to perform with just the colors that you like, the backgrounds that you like, and the settings that you like, and to be able to just do that around, you know, people who are who are sincerely and genuinely rooting for you is 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 a really cool environment to be in and it's such a positive environment to be in. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm I'm really excited for what's to come with the artists that are gonna be on there. Mm-hmm. How um, many artists do you myself. have on there currently? Um gosh. Who have we done so far? We've done we've done Ken so far, we've done Hugo so far. We've done Dom so far. Um, we've done photo shoots with literally everyone, um, all the producers, almost everyone. <laughs> <laughs> almost everyone, most of the producers. And, you know, we have a lot of we have a lot of artists that are coming to the scene, you know, that we can't name until mm-hmm. we release them. But <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a really cool. It's going to be a really cool thing to have and to watch and to experience. Yeah. So. And what matters is that these people that you're gathering together are talented. They're talented. Because in this day and age, everyone thinks they're a star because of social media. Right. I'm, I'm, I mean, these people are talented and, I mean, have such a vision for themselves, you know? Um, and the fact that they're from St. John's, you know? Yeah. All of the artists yeah. that we've had so far are from St. John's and they're local. And, you know, even if I can just use this as a platform to be able to promote St. John's students, you know, and be able to get you know us as as a as a group on the map and as a school even more on the map just not for basketball you know what i'm saying um because there's a lot more than just basketball here (laughs) of course yeah and so you know we're more valuable than them i think uh (laughs) (laughs) we have we have more wins than them we yeah oh lord uh not gonna get into sports Uh not me but (laughs) but uh uh, I, there, there, are, there's a, there is a lot of talent on St. John's campus that you know deserves to be listened to and looked yeah. at and and put on a platform. So, if I can be the segue and Dreamspace can be the segue, you know, to 
to publicity, then sure. You know, yeah. why not? Why not help when you can? Right? So that's Dream Space. And you're big with videography, and I want to thank you for doing my promo yeah. for my show, <laughs> which was just incredible. Thank you, thank you. Thank I don't you. have the, the time and money to, you know, hire my own videographer, but that yeah, came man. out fire, and I got a lot of great feedback on it. Everyone at the station liked it, yeah, and I know a lot of people are probably going to be reaching out to you at the station to do it for them as well, and that's a big opportunity for you. Pretty cool, man. Any Anywhere that I can help, I like to help, mm-hmm. you know. Um, um Everything that I've been given is such a gift from, you know, from God. And I, you know, I, I, I just, I, I refuse to take it for granted, mm-hmm. you know. So the gifts that he's given me, I, I just want to use them to be able to help everyone else. That's what, that's what they're there for. You know, that's what gifts are there for, to help other people. So anywhere that I can fit in a place to help, I will help. Anywhere that I can help somebody move forward, I will move, I will help them move forward. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I'm I'm just here to help. That's who I am. <laughs> and going back to before, that's what your high school taught you, being humble. And as you can see today, you're very selfless in well, helping people out. Yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to find, I had to find myself because I wasn't always, you know, so, you know, I don't know. I don't even, I can't even find the word right now. I wasn't always so like this. You know, there, there there definitely was a time where I was an arrogant, you know, person really? that, that nobody changed, really changed, wanted to. You changed your being. I had to realize that, you know, not everything revolves around me. You know, mm-hmm. that, you know, things happen. You know, things change. People change. And you have to go with it. And you have to be able to take what's given to you and make the best out of it. And make positivity out of out of any negativity that's thrown your way. So as long as I can make anything negative into a positive, I'm chilling and I, and, I, and I'm doing what I'm what I've been sent here to do. You know, so I you know I I just had to look at the bright side of things and be able to live my life on the bright side of things, and that's how that's how it goes for me. <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely want to touch this before I close out because we'll be closing out a little early tonight. Yeah, as I think we got <laughs> a lot of points established and covered here on the show at 9 10 p.m farewell to kobe bryant and Gigi. yeah and man. the people in the tragic helicopter accident there, there was just a great ceremony that they put on today at the staples mm-hmm. center and you know my condolences go out to the family his yeah. wife yeah, his man. kids families friends everyone affected by that you know and just Major respect to his wife for getting up there and just yeah. handling it the way she yeah. did. Yeah. Because it is such a rough, unfortunate, <sighs> devastating. It, it's tragic. Yeah. And it was so it was so unexpected. You know, it was it was like ev- everyone looked up to Kobe, whether you yeah. whether you played basketball, watched basketball or not. Yeah. Kobe was just an all around inspirational guy. Mamba and, mentality. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it was like. It, to 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 lose him so tragically and his daughter, you know, and everyone else on the yeah. flight was just like something so tragic can happen in so little time that it just teaches you to really just live your life and, and to really appreciate everything that you've been given, the people that you've been given and the companions that you've been given to really just appreciate what you have because Today could be here, and today and tomorrow couldn't. You know, it can, it can go away. So, mm-hmm. you know, 
definitely condolences to the family. I, I can't even imagine what they're going through right now. Um, it's, you know, God be with them, man. Yeah. God be with them through this time. And we all know that Kobe affected each and every person on the face of the earth and around the world. Yeah. How did he affect you personally? Oh, man. I Mamba mentality was just a part of who I am. It is a part of who I am. And, and you know, the sense of perseverance and the sense of, you know, not taking no for an answer is just, you know, how I think everyone should live. You know, I, I believe everyone should be ambitious in what they in, in what they believe in and in, in what they stand for. And for your goals, I believe that everyone should truly have that Mamba mentality when reaching for them and your dreams. And, and I believe that Kobe was really, really, really such a staple and such a the definition of what perseverance should be and you know what really being a king was he he really just embodied powerfulness he was powerful he was a very powerful man and in the way he spoke in the way he played in the way he talked in the way he taught um um and that will never ever leave me you know it will never leave me and he will always be in my thoughts. So that's Kobe, man. Yeah. Kobe's important to me. Yeah, rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, Gigi, the rest of the victims and the travesty. And Forrest West, anything else you want to get out on the airways on my show tonight? Now's your time. Um, yeah, you can. You guys can follow me on Instagram for all the newest um information. Um, whatever you want to be able to hear, and and all my announcements and performances and and single and album release dates and all that stuff will be on Instagram um, for at forest.west, forest, forest with two R's, um, dot west. Uh, yeah, you can catch me on radio shows here on WSJU, Thursdays, one thirty through 3 You have an interview coming out, too. I have an interview coming up on Thursday, coming out on Thursday with Jack Ross, an R&B singer who is amazing coming up on the scene. He is He's just unapologetically black, and it is, it is the best thing to see right now in this climate. And so I'm really excited for the interview we ha- I have with him coming out this Thursday. That's good. And um, just stay tuned. There's a lot of good stuff coming out. So, yeah, keep keep yourself posted. Yes, keep in tune. Keep them posted. And where can they yeah. follow you on Twitter? You got the Twitter too. I got the I got the Twitter. I got the Twitter. The Twitter is like a personal account, but. I'll keep it over for now before I close it, I guess. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, the Twitter is at the Forest West B. Um, once again, that's the Forest West B. You can follow me on Twitter there. Um, I don't really post anything on there, but you know, I yeah, you guys can follow me there and keep. Maybe I'll get back on there soon. Everyone's getting back on Twitter now, so yeah. I guess that's where we get all I'll our get, news from. Right. So I guess I'll get back on Twitter soon enough. Yeah. yeah. Is that it? Yes, that's it. Yeah. It's, Forrest West, thank you for me. coming. Yeah, you know it is. You know it's a pleasure to have yeah, you. Yeah, man. Thanks and, for having and, me. And when the album drops, I want you back in the chair. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'll be here. I'll be here. You got exclusivity. Yes, you already know what it is. All night is available on all platforms. Forrest West, the future of R and B, is yes, in the sir. building on WSJU <laughs> Radio. Mad Max tuning out nine fifteen p.m. all night. Make sure you download it. Available on all music platforms. Back on the airways Wednesday night nine p.m. Take it to the hotel
Take time with the day or the time only for my baby. 